One of my favorite Drake lines is, I am a reflection of all your insecurities. It's on the last track off of More Life on this track, Do Not Disturb, which is still one of the greatest songs of all time. One of the greatest Drake songs of all time, but like it's goaded all the way around. Everybody loves it. It's great. But he's talking about Trey songs. <laughs> he says, I'm a reflection of all your insecurities. And I'm sure I've done a podcast or a, a Patreon about this before, but I want to explore that within the context of um, sort of the judgments that we make about the people who are closest to us in our lives. Real quick, I want you to notice something that either your partner or your friend, somebody's really close to you, does that you're like, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> mm, that ain't it. Right? You know, something that you're like, ah, I think you're, you may have a little skewed perspective about the situation. Uh, I think a lot of the time it's a little easier to see things in other people. Uh, so <laughs> just think about that. Like, think about it. You know, what is it? Give me an example. Something that I noticed in my partner and all of my wisdom was when she was um, treating other people or a particular situation she was telling me about as if they were out to get her. That assumption that they're they're trying to pull one over. They're out out there trying to get her. And her sort of reactive patterns because of that. And after I got off of that, I asked the question that I was, well, that I am going to ask you to ask yourself. You know, after you notice that thing in that person, I want you to ask, how is this showing up in my life? Where does this show up in my life? Where does this also show up in my life? right their triggers aren't going to be your triggers but it's likely that somewhere that's snuck in somewhere around you and I think it's always really powerful to know when we have a tendency to kind of disconnect from ourselves I was having a call uh, the other day and they were telling me how you know when they sit down at the computer it's like oh man all the thoughts come back all the intrusive things they collapse onto themselves they start telling them self stories about why they ain't you know shit <laughs> I'm terrible I'm this okay that's a trigger we can notice that cool right being aware that this may be an area where you need to take a bit more care and so noticing that in other people can give you a, a really useful map as to, to where it shows up in your own life and give you opportunities to let that go, right? Accept the thinking, not resist it. Just return that attention to this moment. Oh, got lost in thought again. That's okay. Let's investigate this idea that somebody's out to get you. Because I think that's one that's relatively prevalent. I think the ego likes to create this. You can see how this is a very sort of egoic thought, right? It's purely based in the fear that's acquainted with survival. 
Ego is trying to keep you alive. It's trying to hold the whole body situation together. If they're out to get me, then I'll be on high alert. It's really just a, a thinking, a thought form manifestation of your fears and anxieties. Ego tells you that this is not just useful, necessary. You know, you got to be on the lookout. You got to be on the lookout. Somebody recently recommended a book to me called um, Choosing Love Over Fear. Haven't finished it all the way yet, but in it, um, one of the quotes from it that I really resonated with was, in my defenselessness, my safety lies. That's hot. Come on. In my defenselessness, my safety lies. Your mind, the ego, the thinking, the stuff wants to tell you that in order to remain safe, you've got to treat everything like a threat. You've got to be in this state of fight, flight, freeze, whatever it is. Fawn. There's probably another one. I think somebody recently told me another one. I think it was Santi. Um, that you got to be in these sort of states in order to figure things out. But it creates this very limited space for you to to actually respond to your life. It's fundamentally just it's it's factually untrue that it's the only way to go. And so when we talk about letting go of ideas and thoughts like these people are out to get me, it's not as a means to undercut your safety, but rather enhance it. So that you can see the fuller picture. Your thinking is incredibly polarized. You can't see the whole thing. It's like I gave you a full screen. With like the secrets of the universe. Imagine a movie screen. And then I just it's it's all white. Now you got to do is be with this white screen and you'll you know, you'll have a full perspective. But I put like a little dot in the corner and your attention collapses onto that dot. And you're like, okay, (laughs) I got to focus on this dot so that I remain safe. That's what it's doing. It'd be really useful, right? It's it's useful to kind of focus on that at times. It can be, can point you in the direction to kind of keep you safe, but it also can kind of keep you from living, keep you from seeing the opportunities that are there, keep you from recognizing the fear in other people and other situations and their own personal reactivity. Keep you from recognizing the the love and the care that they may want to be expressing, but they're too afraid to probably for the same reasons that you're afraid to. Not attaching to this idea that folks are out to get you. It's powerful. Our egos tell us that if we don't, if we aren't always in a state of like heightened or whatever, we're going to somehow get one pulled over on us. And I think that's a kind of a carryover of toxically positive thinking. When you were trying to walk around in a quote unquote high vibration, 
what you were really doing was putting on rose-colored glasses and missing the situation. And so you may have gotten yourself into some 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 tight things, right? It doesn't <laughs> just because they're not necessarily out to get you completely. It doesn't mean that we are just supposed to polarize to the opposite side and be like, everything's great. That's all so delusional. That's not what we're pointing to. And we're always talking about clarity, 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 clarity. Right? We don't know why any of this is going the way that it's going. But relaxing into the curiosity of that, the curiosity of the present moment, Maybe they're out to get you. Maybe they're not. Who's to say? If you don't know, you gotta be here, don't you? If you don't know, then your eyes have to remain open. Your heart has to remain full, will remain full. And then you can't lose. That was Clear Eyes, Full Hearts, Can't Lose from Friday Night Lights. It's literally the best thing ever. Guys, watch Friday Night Lights. It's fantastic. <laughs> but your eyes are clear when you're not walking around with that, that, that judgment monster on you. And so we're not judging the people close to us. We're seeing their quote-unquote pitfalls as our own, noticing how they show up in our own lives. And using that as an opportunity to relax more fully into what's happening right now. To get off of ourselves, to let go of the ideas that we have about ourselves, the attachments to our thoughts, the attachments to our moods, the attachments to the sensations. To not limit yourself to being reactive but open yourself up to being responsible have a wonderful day know yourself